Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome in another beautiful night here, Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. Jason back tomorrow, which means in his stead I bring in a powerhouse. You hear him on the airwaves here, Fox Sports Radio on the weekends. You hear him during the weekday mornings on our affiliate down in San Diego. It's our guy, Penn State alum, NFL alum and a guy that carries a blowtorch with him wherever he goes it's rich ornberger yeah yeah what's going on buddy you're damn right it is michael Harmon. you're damn right it's rich ornberger and i am fired up i've been legitimately firing down cup after cup after a cup of coffee i skipped the nap i said it's a no nap wow you you powered through i i don't care i did too watching a a movie that i i don't know that i'm happy that i sat and wasted my time watching Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, wait, you, so you turned on a flick? What did you... What did I, you uh... I turned on a flick. I turned on Saltburn. Oh, I heard about this. Now, some of it, um, yeah. it was egregious it gets and a, a bit over the top. Beyond the pale? A yeah, little, a little, yeah, yeah. little extra. <laughs> Things you do in the rain. Yeah, rave sites and... I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, No, man. no, listen. Who hasn't humped a lawn? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's well, I mean, saying. look, when that is a celebration in an end zone for a, a thick six on a uh, college football bowl game or maybe a tackle eligible when things go right. I'll tell maybe you, what, you get a little bit of that. You, you said the word tackle, just a, a good enough tackle on an interception return. I'll celebrate by humping a little earth. I got well, no problem it, with buddy. that. You know, yeah. getting after it early. No stirring, question about stirring it. Stirring a little soil. No problem. Well, you know what? You got to till the earth. That's right. It's better right. for the uh, growth of whatever we're talking about. <laughs> it's anyway, it's Rich Ornberger. At Ornberger uh, is where you find him on Twitter. <laughs> find me over at Swollen Dome. Good to, uh, good to be back with you. It's been a minute. Happy New Year to you. I guess it's the last day we could say Happy New Year, according yeah. to the Larry David calendar. 
it just, you know, it just gets a little, yeah, you know, it just, uh, it's the last day. It just seems, uh, Rich, <laughs> I, I don't know if, if this is the what's happened in your neighborhood, but yeah. in mine, it seems that uh, people uh, really tore apart and tore down anything Christmas decoration related at a much more brisk pace. This year than I think I, or maybe I just noticed it for once, but it just seemed like all the festive uh, lights and decorations, perhaps because more of them are inflatables on lawns. See, it's, we're really hitting a bad skid no, no. on stuff already uh, okay. that, it, that it all went away. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, it's social media. It's social media. Social media is driving everybody mad. Are you so- calling it the uh, the end of everything? Uh, it's is- just it, like, you know what it is? It's everybody sees everybody doing things now. And I mean everybody. You have access to everyone. We're all voyeurs. Like, we all go to our phones, and it's like peeking through a window into other people's lives. And that's what everybody's doing on, you know. Well, it's better than people actually going and peeking in the windows of other people's lives. Well, actually, now that you're talking about I mean, it, I've just got to call it. But it is. Like, I think yeah. that's a better thing. Don't want any lawn humpers in your backyard. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Again, is... I mean, that's lawn work I don't know how to do. <laughs> I believe, yeah. You don't even have to rent a rototiller after No, that. that's just it. Yeah, no, it's... Proper uh, rotation. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, you gotta rotate the crops. Uh, it's, uh, it's a thing, man. Like, people see each other doing things, and it's a copycat league, right? We say that all the time about the NFL, so as soon as one person tears the strip off of the, uh, the old gutters, you know the next person next person and then one person posts it and that that was a popular thing to post this year like people were very proud to put christmas back in the box and just move on with their 2024 i I will say our colleague uh, jeff schwartz right you do the saturday morning with college football and breaking everything down so we'll we'll dive back into that as the night goes on as we get ready for the title game and everybody trying to say that the circus tent has been torn down that you don't want to watch college football it's ruined you know those are the people that really don't watch college football but that's me uh it's it's also the the idea that you know you've got uh jeff schwartz is one of he does the sunday nfl show right yeah burger he and uh, brian no and one of the traditions and i've always looked forward to it is the ceremony basically that his wife has done taking the tree out but i guess she was out of town this year so there was no ceremony so he had to post saying, all of you were waiting to see my wife go through the process. It's not happening this year. Yeah. She's not there. That is a that is a rich Orenberger job. Um, that is Annie Orenberger. She, uh, she, actually, that happened today. It's funny you mentioned taking the tree out. Tree so we, out, wood chipper, no wood chipper. No, well, we a little, little Fargo action going on. We'll go, we'll go uh, reciprocating saw. Okay, uh, good. We'll good. cut it into quarters, and then we'll stuff it into a can. Um, you know, the organic waste, of course. Yeah, good I want good for you. There yeah, you go. So, well, I'm thinking Nicely done. You. Well, you know, we're talking about social media. There's two things that, that we want to get to right off the jump. We got NBA. We've got a lot of NFL. Uh, we've got you covered for the next four hours. No question about it. Uh, take us with you wherever you're going on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, is This first was a viral video, and you and I marveled at this. Frostburg, like, <laughs> it's gone around the world. Yeah. Las Vegas, you've got the story, uh, as you do a little bit of the research, that you've got a man who was convicted of an attempted battery with substantial bodily harm, right? So he's a three-time felon, um, 30 years old, here in Las Vegas, and it's in a Las Vegas courtroom, and his lawyer is trying to get him, you know, hey, sentence him to probation. 
and the judge starts to to talk, and and we'll give her her credit, uh, the Honorable Judge Mary Kay Holthus, because she ends up wearing it in a minute, oh, uh, right? Quote, I think it's time he got a taste of something else, because I just can't with that history. He screams out some profanities, and he does a leap that would make our colleague LeVar Arrington Right. The other Penn State guy would make him proud. One of his signature moment against Illinois all those years ago. Yeah, it would make um, it would make him the top pick in the longest yard part two (laughs) like that. That is like the timing on that. Yeah. And then it takes a couple minutes to subdue him, etc. But like just the the flight that he takes, Rich, to get over the bench and to get at the judge. and, And at last report, I think she's okay. Yeah, uh, but but it's that moment like I got to watch that again. Yeah, listen, I mean, uh, I reacting to the video. The first thing that stands out, it's it's a man attacking a woman. Right. Sure. And so, I mean, geez, like America, raise your kids because like, holy smokes, like the last thing you want to see is a guy attacking a woman or feeling like he can or should be able to because it's the last thing you should do. Well, I, like the next I get to the, the system, Rich, I mean, the three-time felon yeah, and and he felt like he was being wronged <laughs> right, yeah, by no. not getting probation again. Yeah, what the hell really, have we done here? He was like, oh, geez, they're really throwing the book at me. Uh, they're really, I mean, they're coming down pretty hard after the second one. You know, you figure you would get, you would get a reprieve no so this guy he weeps the bench he uh your honor takes a spill off to her right and then if you click on the next video in the replies there is a gentleman who's hovering somewhere off screen to the left who appears and he's wearing a button-up white collared oxford shirt and a tie and he just rains right hands yeah. on this this the the would-be tackler the convicted and he is just i mean it was it was a ufc 296 beatdown in the in the court it was incredible i mean so many things were happening in that one camera frame but yeah to your point about the leap some of the best criminals or i should say some of the best athletes on the planet are criminals like if you go down like the the <laughs> rabbit hole i'm not kidding some of these like police chase videos Dude, there are some guys, women too, who should be on like the U.S. national sprinting team. Well, I mean, you're you're training you know, to be evasive, and then oh, there are the guys that are taser proof. Oh yeah, yeah, like <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> no, that's it. You hit a guy with like whatever it is, three hundred watts, and he's smiling through it. Like, jeez, oh man, like I don't know, like I, I mean, that's you steal from the Meg Ryan. I'll have what he's having, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, some of America's best athletes are are in unfortunately uh, incarcerated. Well, there's also you know one of the best athletes from this year in the National Football League, and it was an egregious error, an oversight. You heard in Brian Fenley's update, the Pro Bowl rosters were announced, and there's a guy, there's a yeah. guy who made a campaign video, yeah. and he was snubbed. You want to have the campaign video before wronged. before yeah. we. Uh, get deeper into this because it really is you know a thing of beauty something we celebrated when it was released and i think it's only appropriate to play it back here on the night of an egregious snubbing look (laughs) reputation gets you so far right and we know this when we get to pro bowl voting it's like all right that guy it's like all right it's it's like local elections yeah i've heard of that guy so yeah he gets my vote it's like why incumbents have such great success but when it, when it comes to certain positions, 
I mean, you've got such turnover. Here, we should have had turnover. That was one of the few bright spots of what's otherwise been a dismal season here in Los Angeles. But our guy Dickard the kicker. Wow. He got screwed. He got Have screwed. you ever been victimized by a missed field goal? No good! Wide to the right! No good! Ah! My name is Cameron Dicker, and I'll kick for you. 50, 40, 30, doesn't matter. I'll make it. Bang! 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 Rain, sleet, or snow, this leg is ready to go. Don't believe me? Ask him. Cameron Dicker is a really good kicker. He's outstanding. And, you know, I love him. And I did not edit that. So don't be a <laughs> and let me kick for you at the Pro Bowl. See? There you go. Brilliant campaign. He's got the right look. He's obviously been watching a lot of late-night television here in Los Angeles because it's one lawyer commercial after the next. Yeah. 27 of 29 on the season, including 7 of 9 from 50-plus. You remember the old Super Toe toy, right, oh, where you, yeah. you bring him out, right? It was the Super Jock series. You had the basketball guy was the one-hand set shot. You slam him on the head, and you try to, to, to make a bucket. You had a soccer guy, hockey guy, baseball player. But... For football, you had the kicker, yeah, and it was super toe, and you set up your little plastic goalpost, and then you'd slam him on the head, and that's what the Chargers have done frequently with Dicker this year, and he's come through time and time again. Justin Tucker gets named to the Pro Bowl once again. Look, the Ravens are great. Team's great. He's one of five from 50-plus. Some more opportunities. Sure, he's 31 of 36, so you have a couple of extra makes, a couple of extra attempts. But, I mean, Dicker the kicker. I mean, the the programming writes itself. What are we doing? I, I don't get it. You know, listen, there there are mysteries in this world. Uh, like, we, 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 we will never get to the bottom of. <laughs> You're going to reference Stonehenge or something? <laughs> yeah, no, Stone. that's on, throw it on the list. Throw it on the list. Like, uh, I mean, why don't I sweat? Like, you know, the, that's something. I mean, I guess tears, right, sure. But, like, look, I'm not much <laughs> about eyes. But, like, I do know about kicking. And I do know seven of nine from 50 out is impressive. And also the fact that, look, this guy was their full-time, you know, kickoff man, which isn't uncommon at the the pro level. But he was busy on game days because the Chargers' offense wasn't the problem. Like, they scored in bunches. The problem was their sieve of a defense all season long. So uh, this was a busy man. And and they, they put him to the task. They put him to the challenge. And, uh, and, and he came up big. And then on top of it, look, you could say a lot of things about the Los Angeles Chargers, and most of them are correct. And and a lot of those things are in the negative light. Yeah, I was going to say you got to keep it clean, though. We still need to keep our FCC license. But when you when you look at their social team, and I don't know who they hired to head this up. I mean, you know, chef's kiss. Like, they they do some special things on the internet. And then I love how after he doesn't make it. They threaten suit against the NFL, no, a la Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to get into that one uh, as the night goes on because you start parsing words and uh, people immediately get into lawsuits and trying to become armchair lawyers uh, through it all. Maybe I'll throw my hat on there. I've got I've logged ten thousand hours of Law and Order reruns. Yeah, so maybe that gets me yeah, the expertise there you. as well. Yeah.
Yeah, there you go. He's Rich Ornberger in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So while we celebrate the exploits of these heroes in the Pro Bowl, we have to look at the other side. Operation shutdown in week 18 of your National Football League season. Will you even recognize the quarterback under center? We'll talk about it next year as we continue. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason Smith tonight. He's scheduled to be back with us tomorrow. Still recovering from the Rose Bowl festivities. He was uh, losing his mind the other day because he had no Wi-Fi. And so he couldn't get the updates when I was trying to fill him in on what was happening in said game uh, when they'd go to replay. Trying to get an advantage so he could be the smart guy in the room. See, it never ends, even on a day off. Uh, Rich Ornberger in his stead tonight. Uh, We appreciate Rich uh, being part of the extended family and always good when he sits in with us. So uh, a lot of levity, a lot of cool stories for us to get through as the night goes on. But Rich, uh, week 18 in the National Football League is here. Still a lot of playoff games, uh, playoff implications. Still 11 teams mathematically alive that haven't clinched. 
uh, and are still trying to find their way home. Uh, and we've got a couple of huge matchups. One on Saturday where we've got an officiating crew that we're all raising our hand and me with my bad shoulder. I can only raise my hand so long before I say, how did they still get this assignment? Uh, but what we're also going to see is the, hey, we got to make sure you get the scorecard because you need to be able to know who your quarterback is. Yeah, because we play the who is the backup quarterback for Team X. It's a very dangerous game this time of year when we get into the second and third stringers. Yeah, you're darn right. I mean, it reads like a who's who because nobody knows a lot of these names, or they've at very least are, are unfamiliar with a lot of these names. But you know, when you start seeing the. Uh, you know, the Easton Sticks and the Tyler Huntleys and the Nick Mullins of the world make the list and the Blaine Gabberts and the Sam Darnolds and the Heineke's make uh, make their appearance on the 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 list. It's uh, yeah, it's a little bit of slim pickings feeling a little bit more like week three of the preseason as opposed to uh, week 18 of the NFL. But this is the unfortunate reality of the war of attrition when you can rest them. You probably should, and there's a lot of teams that probably should rest their starting quarterback. Well, and that's the the larger, right? Of the course of the last couple of years, we've gotten in deep into the 60s in terms of number of different starters, so good for uh, careers and clipboard holding and uh, just wait because your opportunity is probably going to come for one of these teams. I mean, look at Minnesota. They're going back to Mullins again after the Hall experiment failed for that half uh, after the acquisition of Dobbs uh, ran its course and he turned into a pumpkin. And of course, Captain Kirk, the highlight of their game against the Packers though, was Captain Kirk in the pregame. They didn't do anything on the field. Once the ball got kicked in the air to actually uh, warrant any attention. I just keep showing me a live picture and picture of Kirk uh, with the giant chain on and uh, no shirt, I guess. Uh, See how hype he can stay while his team gets throttled uh, on the field. And that becomes one of those questions of can he stand just tall in the pocket? Now, it requires the use of a long snapper and he's going to get tired after a while. But could he just stand there and not move side to side? Would he have enough uh, stability (laughs) on the legs to just chuck it downfield? Can his arm strength win, owing back to that uh, super jock conversation we were having? But the Week 18 question, I guess, then starts to raise its head. You know, money money rules all, and obviously we still have a lot of matchups and, and teams vying for positions. So the lamentation of, hey, these guys are sitting out. Think of the children. That eh, Christmas was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't I never I never uh feel bad about business people making business decisions. Right? Because the truth is when it comes to money, uh everybody makes decisions like this in their own lives. You know, if it's if it's not worth taking the risk, then why would you? Especially if it could set you up for disaster in the very near or distant future. You know, some of these quarterbacks, they're being sat because the organization doesn't want to take the risk. A la the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson. You know, they they just they they don't look at 
Uh, Russ has a viable future for them, and they want to keep him on the shelf and hey, bubble Rich, wrap him. Sean Payton told me it was football. It, it's a, totally a football decision. <laughs> totally, completely. Um, but 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 football is a business, and so when when players or coaches or organizations are protecting the asset, which in the player's case is their own body, in the coach's place it's the player that they're coaching, in the organization's place it's the asset that they acquired, yeah, these quarterbacks are the most expensive assets you own in terms of the organization outside of stadiums and some of the other paraphernalia around the sport – so why not protect them? I get it. And the quarterback is a protected class in the NFL already. And we've seen so many injuries this season. Mm-hmm. I completely understand why we're seeing this this year. And so, yeah, you're not going to see me sobbing tears over this. This is the world we live in. This is 2024. That You have college football players transferring in mass. You've got uh, declarations for the NFL draft left and right. Bowl season has taken a complete turn in terms of its importance in the United States from a viewing standpoint and a playing standpoint. It's just where we're at in, in the culture. Yeah. I think the the curiosity with this is, you know, how many more non quarterbacks commence operation shutdown, right? right? Cause we're, obviously we see it Baltimore and, and San Francisco, you know, what is it worth it to play a guy? Do you, do you, does the extra time off potentially become a problem? I know that was something Shanahan was talking about with regard to uh, Trent Williams, in terms of rest, rust, and and everything, just kind of a curious, you know, factor in, in his decision making this week. But unless guys are fighting for some incentive on their contract, and let's face it, from a business perspective, you may not want them to make any of those incentives along the way, right? We talked about uh, Dicker, uh, the kicker, in the uh, the first segment of the, this hour. I mean, I, I think I've heard every <laughs> permutation of Austin Eckler's incentive-based and incentive-laden contract and what every carry and every catch has meant to it over the last couple of weeks. So, you know, if it's not affecting one of those things outright, yeah, I want to make sure you go into the offseason that we don't have, oh, I don't know, a Bradley Chubb situation. Yeah. In a blowout circumstance or a game that is quote-unquote meaningless yeah he shouldn't have been in that game and and also uh, to the unfortunate souls that this has happened to and i've played with a few of them um there are some organizations that do really deceitful things when it comes to contract sure. incentives whether it's a playing time threshold that they're not going to let a player snap pass counts through. yeah snap counts or it's a rushing attempts or you know, uh, uh, number of receptions or number of touchdowns. All of a sudden, you know, it's week uh, week 16 and, you know, that, that, that goal line back that was just pumping them into end zone, all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're throwing the ball a lot more down there in the low red zone. I wonder why. I wonder why. Well, it's because on the other side of a touchdown incentive being hit, uh, an organization may owe half a million dollars to a running back that they're not planning on re-signing the next year. So why on earth do we want to appease him if we can still get it in the zone another way it's it these these sort of deceitful things happen all the time in the nfl also so that's part of the reason why look again going back to the original statement it's a business so if i'm going to side with players making business decisions to a certain 
or greater or lesser degree, I have to side with the actual owners making these decisions as well. These coaches trying to appease the owners because it only makes them look better if they're making their owners more cash or saving them cash down the stretch of the season by missing some of these incentives. If you can keep the locker room happy and you can keep, uh, you know, like they say, happy cows make better milk and, and you know, you don't disrupt the herd too much by, uh, by making some of these decisions – and uh, and and all's good, then all's good. But it takes a special tactician to keep everybody happy and everybody healthy and keep the 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 winning train on the rails at this point in the season because nobody's a hundred percent. You know, at best you're eighty percent or some part of eighty percent. And if you are, you're in good shape. You're in good shape if you're in the NFL postseason. Yeah, it's always that that push right of where where you're at in the continuum. Is your team still playing? Uh, a meaningful game, not only, I mean, you, you're looking at your your long term for your career, whether you're yeah. a next contract, you may only have one more year remaining, uh, and, and you're trying to put stuff on tape and make sure that flows through. Um, but, you know, the team is, is looking ahead and cap concerns. And I thought the Russell Wilson situation became interesting for, for a million levels. One, it got people to finally recognize that, hey, the box score doesn't tell everything. Yeah. Right. And they needed yeah. to be told that, even though, you know, you, me, Bucky, uh, I had Kerry Rhodes in here last night. Uh, we're banging the drum for a long time. It's like he's missing a lot of shots. Oh, That's yeah. why you have Jerry Judy, you know, jumping up and down like so many of these other receivers. I'm not saying he was great shakes at all, but there were a lot of, hey, I'm open and he's not even looking my way well, kind of situations on, on breakdowns of film that it finally hits ahead. But when the contract stuff becomes an issue, Rich, uh, he's he's a guy that actually stood up and said hey this is wrong right and you get the note from the pa and you wonder how many thousands of times similar things have been done and finally you had a star shed some light on it i love it it's made me look russell wilson there's a lot of things about his public persona that you can have strong opinions about i find him to be a little cringy i know a lot of people find him to be a lot more cringy than even i do i think i think he's attempting to showcase a personality that he probably doesn't have and he's probably manufactured carefully with agents and marketing people and taken some bad advice along the way on how to how to act in front of the public and what's missing is some genuineness and some authenticity that people really seem to enjoy these days. What clips go viral on social media? Yeah, there are some produced clips that are really well done and take a lot of time and maybe people even pay to have them, you know, produced from like a like a camera and lighting production standpoint, but the most viral things in our culture right now are the things that seem like they're taken on, you know, an iPhone 6. Yeah. You just randomly catch somebody saying or doing something hysterical and though because it's authentic like in such a fake world sometimes you just need something gritty you need something real mom gets caught outside of the car in her underwear somehow it's funny i i don't know like whatever <laughs> wow. it is that escalated quickly yeah, i don't know what... let's go through the search results of one rich hornberg I, mean, I promise you that's a mistake i mean <laughs> honey in... i i don't know how this i'll be in front of the bench trying I, to make I tackles i clicked more <laughs> and, yeah. and i got more all i know is the load more it I, who knew 
Who knew it was a for you page? Look, the point is, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is authenticity really rules the day in in life, not just in in sport. And uh, he he smacks of inauthentic, but I, I thought that this was actually. A, a kind of a bold move for Russell Wilson to call out a wrongdoing. And he's going against a powerful organization, certainly. He's going against a powerful coach, certainly. Uh, they're, they're, this is a dicey maneuver. Now, he may have a lot more yesterday's logged than tomorrow's in the NFL. And so, again, going back to the business of sport, maybe this is a smart business decision for Russell Wilson. But it also could be career-defining uh, down the stretch of his career. So we'll see which way this lands. Uh, but I, I like I like the fact that he called out something like you mentioned may have may have been happening in the dark for a long time. Well, because he also it, it affects change. That's the only way it happens. Right. Is yeah. the the big voices, the big names, the big dollar players have to say something. And you well know my my feelings of how the NFLPA has been run for a very long time. But you just have so many. Uh, levels on that in that continuum right between the 15-year starter at whatever position but certainly the quarterbacks based on what they make in a whole other level where if they don't raise their voices the other guys aren't getting theirs yeah right because you need the loudest voices the most you know high profile guys to say something otherwise you know that that change doesn't get affected and you have well, continued signings of things that you, you take the smallest uh, concessions along the way, thinking you've gotten a big win. So for Russell Wilson, I got to say, same thing. High knees didn't really work for me. But <laughs> this one, not a bad move on his part. Got to say, hey, not only my professional reputation, but also looking out for the rest of the PA. He is Rich Ornberger and for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. We continue next with a, a guy who said, I was surprised by a suspension. Like, oh, really? Uh, Yeah, I I find that shocking, just like he found his suspension. We'll get to that in a minute, but we got Brian Fenley on the updates. we got a lot of basketball, a lot of chaos, buddy. How are you? We're doing pretty well, and guess what? The Pro Bowl rosters are out, and I don't think it's much of a surprise that Russell Wilson is not on that roster. So, yeah, no Russell at this point. The NFC, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Matt Stafford, those are the quarterbacks that made the Pro Bowl. Brock Purdy is the one to start. And on the AFC side of things, it's Tua Tungavailoa as QB1. Patrick Mahomes somehow found a way in there, and Lamar Jackson certainly earning it. The 49ers with nine players going into the Pro Bowl. That was the most out of any team as far as number of guys on a respective roster. And on the running back side of things, you had headlined Derrick Henry, James Cook, and Raheem Mostert for the AFC. And then on the NFC, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, and Kyron Williams. As far as the NBA is concerned, we are watching the Knicks right now, pummeling the Bulls 101-94. to about six minutes to go in the fourth quarter there. Jalen Brunson making his dad proud. 27 points, 11 assists. The Dallas Mavericks are torturing the Trailblazers 104-77. to Luka Doncic 
with a casual 41 points and six rebounds. They're about a minute into the fourth quarter there. The Clippers are destroying the Suns 86 to 66 midway through the third period. Paul George, 24 points. Devin Booker chipping in with his 15 points. The Lakers and Heat are underway from Crypto.com Arena and the Lake Show at 17 and 17 are behind 23 to 16 against the Heat. Austin Reeves, though, has eight points. He leads his team in scoring. LeBron James doesn't have eight points, but he has played eight minutes. One for four from the field. He is a turnover and a minus seven as far as the plus minus category, albeit it is early in this game. And then to the finals of notable status, the Cavs, they axe the Wizards 140 to 101. The Pacers triumph at home 142 to 130 against the Bucks, while the Hawks wiggle free of the Thunder 141 to 138 despite a 33 point, 13 rebound, eight assist out from Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Rockets trumpet a win 112 to 101 against the Nets as well as wins for the Pels over the Timberwolves 117 to 106 and those gritty Raptors claw past the Memphis Grizzlies 116 to 111 although Rich and Mike I gotta say John Morant for everything that he is doing you can't blame him 28 points 8 rebounds 9 assists it's just the Grizzlies don't have much beyond that but what they do have a lot of when it comes to this show a lot of Mike Carmen, Rich Ornberger I'll take that any day Thanks, brother. Wow. It's Brian wow. Fenley. There you go. <laughs> Cut and print. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least make the the obvious eight men out reference from when Eddie Seacott uh, goes in to say I, I was supposed to get a $10,000 bonus for winning 30 games. Mm. I think you owe it to me. Hey, Harry, how many games did Mr. Seacott win for us this year? 29, sir. You had kid bench me for two whole weeks in August. I missed five starts. I would have won two of those. <laughs> ah, 29 is not 30, Eddie. There you go. Incentive-based contracts. Bad news uh, all around. A lot of chicanery. Rich Hornberger in for Jason Smith on Mike Harmon. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, we continue with the Packers still playing meaningful football. The Bears trying to play spoiler. But a cornerback who says... What exactly did I do wrong? We'll talk about it next year on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back in. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon, here from the Tyrac.com studios. Rich Hornberger in for Jason Smith tonight. Coming up in about 15 minutes, we'll get back into the changing face of the college football circus. Yeah, you might not have the same acts that you once knew, but you can always still pack them in to come see the show. We'll do that uh, coming up at the top of the hour. We've got NBA action and all the luminaries that they just showed here in Los Angeles as the heater in town. Uh, nice home homecoming for Jaime Jaquez, who's playing really well for the heat right now. And fortunately, Rich, you're here in, instead of uh, Jason, so I don't need to hear him yelling Knicks, Knicks, Knicks as the, the Knicks are beating the hell out of the Bulls. Yeah. So that's good for me. Yeah. It, well, listen, December 2nd basketball is important to some, or I guess December, or uh, January 3rd. You lost a month there. You okay? Yeah, yeah, Did you yeah, have yeah. a Griswoldian uh, effect <laughs> where you passed out? Might have been a little bit of a dehydration stroke situation, but uh, I'm back. Listen, uh, <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, but January 3rd basketball still... I, especially now with the play-in tournament and 66% of the league entering the postseason, I, I have a hard time getting really worked up about basketball until until the summer is almost here. It's really – it's it's kind of bad. It, it just – it's it's a struggle. I, I like the storylines. I think the circus around the NBA actually carries the sport. I think the beef – that some of these players have with each other or with the officials or with the coaches like that stuff. Actually it's, it's the WWE aspect yeah, of right. the, the basketball season. That's most interesting to me. Nicely done. Did you go see the rock as he returned to action on Monday night down what? in San Diego? How could we not? I mean, you know, I didn't go live, but uh, you know, you I had to watch this. it. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, there, there will be a Micah rich uh, WWE podcast any day now. Uh, but you know, one of the things you talk about when we're, we're locker rooms and you're talking about player on player in coaching issues, uh, the NFL, the green Bay Packers, right? One of those oh, yeah. organizations that we talk about all the time and rarefied air in terms of structure and how uh, they've had success. And it looks like they've got another one uh, for Jordan love. So that bottle of champagne that I was going to pop when Aaron Rodgers left uh, the division. Yeah, it's still in the fridge. Uh, I think they've got another one there, Uh, but we'll get into him uh, and his foray into week 18 against the Bears in a minute. But Jair Alexander, this one wanted to reach uh, into your bag of tricks uh, and your time in the NFL locker rooms and around these kind of situations because you got a guy making $21 million a year suspended for a huge divisional game against Minnesota. Now, in the end, it was an operation beat down the quarterback situation we talked about with Minnesota, uh, just ineptitude at every turn. But So they, they didn't need Alexander for this one, so he got a week of rest. But he got suspended because he had gone out in the prior game to be a captain, even though he wasn't a captain. Yeah. And botched the 
coin toss or almost botched the coin toss. So they sent him home. He said, quote, yeah, I was surprised by the suspension. I thought maybe, maybe I'd get fined. And then he was asked if it, you know, has uh, affected the relationship, he says, uh, with the team and with the coaching staff. He says, quote, if anything, it improved it. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how does that improve? And maybe you had the come to Jesus moment where you had to sit down and, and there were some other infractions that we're not privy to that this was, all right, next step. It's not just a fine in kangaroo court. It's kind of a big deal. So you get suspended, the disrespect to the rest of the guys in the locker room, the guys that had been selected captain uh, for captaincy that day. Is captaincy a word? I'm making yeah. it one. Yeah, uh, so. But but for Rich, you know, for locker room situations like that, how does that play? I Well, I was, you know, brought up through football in, in a Joe Paterno locker room, in a Bill Belichick locker room. You know, these, these were guys who – you know, many describe as old school. Obviously, Joe is no longer with us. Uh, Bill Belichick is, but, you know, he enters his 70s. He, these these are no-nonsense coaches. And one, if there's one thing that every single football coach will tell you is at the top of their list in terms of things that just absolutely grind their gears, it's making a mistake that is an unforced error, right? Sure. Uh, jumping off sides when you know as a defensive lineman you have to look at the football. Like if the ball's not snapped, why are you jumping off? You can't jump off on the hard cadence because you, the football's right there. When the football moves, you move. You know, offensive lineman, when when you have a false start, uh, poor alignment by a wide receiver or <laughs> an illegal shift. You know, Kadarius Tony. Had, had to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And look at that. You, you hit him with the drive-by there. Not you checking. just flew over the desk like you were attacking that judge. Not checking in with the officials before a two-point conversion, <laughs> right? You know, Let's these, try to confuse everybody because that yeah. works out well. It's just it, all these things there. And don't get me wrong. I mean, sometimes officials get things wrong, mm-hmm. too. Sure. Um, but, but the, the you know, getting back to the point, Unforced errors are the most frustrating thing for a football coach, especially with veteran players, especially with veteran players who know better, especially with veteran players who have some sway with the organization, who if they really wanted to be a captain, probably could have stopped by the coach's office at any point during the game week and said, hey, coach, I'm from Carolina. It would mean the world to me if you let me come out to the field and call the coin toss or just be there with the captains or whatever. Like, that would make my season. Is it possible? And guess what Matt LaFleur would have said? He would have said, yeah. He would have made him an honorary captain. He probably would have found a way to explain it to the team and, and talk about Jair in, in you know, a, a certain light to make this situation work for the organization. It, it what he did was stupid. It was an unforced error. It didn't need to happen. It almost cost the team a possession. Yeah, I got to imagine that locker room. Everybody's looking around, going, "What? What? I mean, how did this get to this point? Right? Yeah. When you're in week sixteen and seventeen of an NFL season, he's Rich Ornberger in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon, and coming up next, we turn our attention to college football. I say the kids are all right. It's just a little different.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.